who can still remember my time in school decently well. I always find it interesting when an idea that is started by students actually gains momentum, people start getting on board, and then the school actually starts listening, and then it actually gets implemented. And we're at the point now where the school is listening. Hasn't been implemented yet. It might be. Over in Durham County, some students have been petitioning for five mental health days to be part of the calendar structure for the school year. Just like how we have snow days built in. They expect, you know, up to four snow days, or I don't know what the exact number is, or an inclement weather day. You know, we're prepared to, you know, to make some changes for up to four days where we have severe thunderstorms and floods and you can't, you know, school buses can't go get the kids. Mm -hmm. So they're asking for five mental health days. Unfortunately, because we increasingly have situations of shootings at schools, that's kind of the assumption is, what if we have a school shooting and the students and staff need some days off, which is a very reasonable thought. And unfortunately, not incredibly rare, or at least it doesn't seem that way, given how we hear national stories fairly often about shootings at schools yeah you know nate it's it's interesting a lot of people debate and historians are going back and forth and there's some research out there that talks about the first school shooting happened in new england way maybe in the 1600s before we were even a country um you wonder are these things really more prevalent is the violence really more prevalent or is it just more reported upon are there just more outlets to hear about it would we have known about what happened in you know somewhere in rural indiana uh, right here in Raleigh, North Carolina, 40 years ago. And it, all, yeah, it does beg that question of the modern, current, digital news cycle where you can get pings on your phone. All of a sudden, you know, three news agencies have sent a notification to your phone saying there's a mass shooting in Texas. That's right. And we wouldn't necessarily hear about that. And it, it also brings up the question of how are we taking in news these days and is it that we're actually having increasing cases – which I'm sure there are statistics out there that would show whether that is true or not. But like, uh, for example, when we had that train crash in Ohio, for the next several weeks, it seemed like every few days I'd get a notification on my phone saying another train has derailed. Never in my life before the Ohio train derailment had I heard about trains derailing. Nor did you really care. Right. Or didn't I? You know, so it's interesting. I wonder, wonder what that does and, and how that interplays with mental health. Uh, disorders and, and folks' mental health. You know, there's we we hear about suicides. Obviously, that may be a, a something that is is driving these this concern for mental health days in our schools. We've seen it on our university campuses. But you know, I remember not too long ago uh, there was a it was almost a gentleman's agreement that the press would not report uh, suicides, particularly youth suicides. And we're seeing that change. And you know, I, I really worry about that as far as from a copycat standpoint. And, um, you know, we've, we've got a responsibility, I think, as our, as our brother's keepers to, to really work to, to support those that are in need, not necessarily um, profiteer off of those. As a school administrator we're, and, and anybody that works in the school and a lot of public uh, jobs, we're mandatory reporters. So that, that's to, to intervene, to do something if you see somebody that's concerned. So while we're talking about that, I just want to take a moment and, and let folks know about a resource that's out there, and that's 988 um, 988 is a crisis lifeline, uh, national suicide prevention 
lifeline that's out there should you know or uh, know of anybody or anybody experiencing mental health illness. Yep, that is a 24-7 free hotline. They just reestablished that number recently nationwide yeah. to make it a lot easier. It used to be a full phone number, so definitely better that it's now a just three digits. Very easy. Yes, sir. But you were bringing up the uh, the gentleman's agreement within media, and I feel like there is a new gentleman's agreement in terms of uh, when we have mass shootings, they don't put up the picture of the shooter. Because that used to be the first thing they put up. This person shot seven people. Yep, and that's Nowadays, terrible. it's these are the seven people who got shot. And I think that's much healthier for us as a society, for the folks that are impacted by it. It also allows, you know, it, it, it doesn't do what some of these deranged individuals are interested in doing, which is make a name for themselves. And, and unfortunately, because it does all, most of these cases comes back to some sort of mental health issue. Mm-hmm. Very few people, if not no one, who has no mental health issue would go do atrocities right. like that. That's right. No. Unless it's an act of passion, but that's a very, you know, yeah. that's complicated as well. I I, um, I think it's it's unique to see these um, to see how those things sort of ebb and flow over time um, and and to see the different reactions we have as a society to some of these and and I think as we land and we continue to understand mental health disorders and diseases, I do think we've got to be careful that we, we don't allow that to be a catch-all. You know, we know where the motivation may be coming from, but, um, but what do you do? And I think that's the place we're stuck in now. How do we prevent, how do we prosecute, and, and how do we um, just generally keep people living their best life? As someone who works with kids in a school, do you see kids where it's obvious that they have mental health issues going on at the moment? And when you see them, do you think, you know, I don't want terrible news to be shown to them so that they don't get ideas of their own. Does that cross your mind or is that unrealistic? You know, it does cross my mind. It's it's one of those things we you just can't you have a hard time controlling. And I appeal to all our parents out there, to our caregivers, grandparents listening, you've got to talk to your young people about what they're consuming. Um, we had the chief of Raleigh Police, Mrs. Stella Patterson, in to our school the other day and she challenged my students, spend some time away from that phone. Because the vast amount of, of content you are ingesting coming from TikTok and Instagram and Facebook is not particularly positive. They're not telling you to go do your homework and to, uh, to, to go get on your knees in church, and they're not telling you to, to respect your elders. You're seeing some, some things that, that may make you laugh in the moment, particularly if you're a young, immature person, but could have really detrimental effects on, on your future. 